Oh, man, it feels good to be back home. Seriously, it's been like, what, two weeks? The Straight Out The Damn podcast is returning. Hopefully you guys missed us. If you didn't, then that makes me feel kind of bad and makes me think that um, you guys don't really love what we're doing here. So hopefully you guys do miss us. But like I said, it's been it's been a couple of weeks and, um, you know, we've been we've been doing some things. We've been doing some things, but no excuses. Um, the last episode, I told you guys that I recently had a kid. Um, she is doing great. She's nice and healthy crying keep me up at night i'm actually recording this podcast right now at 10 30 um p.m and thankfully i'm getting a little bit of a break she sleeps so hopefully she stays asleep long enough for me to finish this episode uh, i do record my episodes at home in, in my um house studio so um you know have to adjust a little bit but all that to say we're glad to be back we're back we're back we're back we're back we're back we're back um Dan Music Fest, great turnout, great first year festival, man. We had a blast. We're already in planning mode for next year, man. Thank you for everyone that came out. Thank you, Atlanta. Thank you for supporting indie hip hop. The the theme for the Dan Music Fest is and will always be discovery. Discovering new talent, new indie artists that are super dope. Not just your your top tier artists that you know everybody know about already. We have dope indie talent that came from everywhere. So shout out to everybody who who pulled up. Uh, shout out to Faye, he killed it. Shout out to the homie Immerse, he came in from Vancouver, Canada, and rocked the stage. This was his first american show and he did it at Den music fest so shout out to him ae and the soul society they killed it uh paid in america shameless plug we had a great show civil rights shout out to civil rights they killed the thing too man chris J uh did his thing fresh ali div aj layla shalom everybody man jack prez and alan thomas shut down the cypher they kicked off the festival with the, the uh open cypher and they were playing beats rhyming on the mic i'm telling you the best way to start a festival man so super shout out to them all of our djs that came out man shout out to knots five me up b3 d lou for holding us down she came through in the clutch shout out to d lou dj bentley did his thing da vinci the great lavi man i'm telling you it was a great night and trust me i'm not just saying this think about it envision this right monday night after thanksgiving we sold out the music room not only downstairs but upstairs the whole building it was jam-packed wall to wall everyone was there we had a big shout out to big son he he pulled up shout out to frico he pulled up man uh shout out to the cool club was in the building kissy lee j dot rain I'm telling you, it was a dope event. If you wasn't there, you missed it. Sorry. Flymine Poets did their thing. They was in the cypher, and they had a performance. They killed everything. Shout out to Franco and Bars, man. It was just a great night of talent from everywhere. Westside Jimmy, this is my guy. You guys know that. Uh, he's not only the co-host to the Good Hennessy Show, uh, he's a dope MC. But I'm telling you, he killed his performance. And low-key, I think he had probably the second best performance of the night. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna get to who had the best performance of the night. I'm gonna get to that in just a second. Now I told you guys, uh, if you would have showed up to to Den Music Fest that we had some special guests in the building. Uh so 
this special guest is somebody that uh, we've been rocking with, with for a while. Uh, he was actually in the building when we first started Pag Lounge, Say What You Say Saturdays, a couple of years ago. He was one of the first artists to jump on board. He was there when we had about, mm, I don't know, man, five or ten people in the, in the building. And he's still performing in rock. And you just seen his fan base grow and grow and grow. So shout out to the homie Fleetwood Fred. He shut it down. Like, seriously shut it down. Him, Tate 228, um, the homie Grip came through. Uh, it, it, it was super dope for our special uh, guests of the evening, man. And they really showed out. So, you know, thank you for everybody that came. Do know that we will be back next year and we're going to make this thing bigger and better. And so, you know, thank you for rocking with us. You can go to denmusicfest.com, check out all the pictures that we're put, posting. We'll have videos up there, interviews, all of that stuff you can check out on denmusicfest.com. And just rock with it. You know, we, we greatly appreciate everyone that came forward and you know, really helped out. Shout out to Nora. Uh, if you were there, you, you noticed Nora. She made herself known and she was really very instrumental in helping us put this festival together we partnered with her uh she she had the guide and she knew what was going on and, and you know i told her the vision that we have for this thing and she helped it come to life so super shout out to you nora thank you uh so much for your contributions like it doesn't go without saying thank you to, to her because without her i don't think we would have got this this festival done in the in the proper amount of time and the way that everything flowed without her. You guys, I told you, I, I had a kid. I just had a kid. So imagine planning a festival with a kid on the way and actually having a kid in the same month that the festival is going on. So I haven't slept. As a matter of fact, I think I, I got the best um, sleep that I've had in a long time last night. So shout out to my wife for actually uh, like taking my, my daughter to the other room um so i can get a little extra sleep so uh last night feeling refreshed i woke up and was not tired um for the first time in a long time so yeah damn music fest i'm super excited about it man you, you guys just don't know this is something that i had in my head uh, about probably about four or five years ago i, I um or maybe maybe yeah three or four years ago something like that i clearly remember um, me and my homeboys, we have a group chat, group me, and uh, we always talk in there. And, you know, we, we, we give each other guidance and stuff like that. And I just made the announcement in, in my uh, group chat a couple of years ago. And I was just like, look, fellas, like um, I said straight out to Den Fest. And I said 2018, I think, was the date that I put in there. And we made it happen in 2017, man. So it just goes to say that sometimes you have to write down your goals and go for them just you know just run and shoot really go for them and it's not it, it really helps to write it down because when you write it down you make it tangible it's something that you can see and you hold yourself accountable a lot of times we'll say these things and, and we just put them out there and then we don't follow up because no oh, i got it out of my head i said it but when you actually write it down you, you have no choice but to come back and look at it again the only way that you don't have to look at that again if if, if you destroy it and if you destroy it then that's just more energy moving out the way. So uh, I'm all about the energy, man. Like, write it down, plan it out, make it happen, and, and, and team up with people that can help you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. 
uh, I, I definitely, like I told you guys, if it wasn't for Nora, this festival wouldn't have turned out the way it did. So uh, once again, shout out to you. Um, we're already in the planning mode for 2018 DM Music Fest. It'll be the second annual. We're doing it. And, and it's going to be in November. Uh, so, yes, go ahead and prepare yourself now. And it's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. And we're super excited about that already. And it's not even the end of November yet. So that can tell you guys exactly where we're going with this thing. Um, so, okay, like I said, it's been a minute, right? It's been a couple of weeks since I had a chance to talk with you. And I really didn't know what I wanted to talk to today, to you guys about today. Um, I will tell you that I've been, I've been torn with a couple of different ideas on where I want to take this podcast, uh, specifically for 2018. Um, you know, we've, we've, We've done different formats. You guys struggled through uh, about four episodes of me in the car. And, and, you know, a lot of guys, you guys liked it, uh, but I felt that it just wasn't the highest quality of content that we can give you. Um, it, it was random thoughts while I was driving, you know, in rush hour traffic in Atlanta, Georgia. So you can imagine uh, the thoughts that were going through my head. But I also realized that, hey, that wasn't the type of quality that I wanted to give you. Um, you're used to hearing my voice come through crystal clear and... We need to keep that up. Uh, but like I said, I, I'm, I'm struggling with where I want to take this podcast. And I'm actually ironing all of this stuff out with you live on the air. And, you know, sometimes I think, like, oh, I want to co-host. And, and, and then, you know, I think about, uh, no, I don't want to co-host. I don't want to rely on a co-host for this show. And then sometimes I think I don't want to rely on the guests. I want to just talk with you and engage with you that way. And, you know, truth be told, sometimes that doesn't work. And so I'm open Right. I, I almost want to make this thing on the fly all the time. And I know that sounds like very uh, unorganized and a lot of crazy confusion, but it's not necessarily that I, I want to I more so think about it as organized confusion. If you if you can bear with me, we're, we're still going to provide guidance that we have here. Right. Um, we just came off our first festival. We learned a lot. Uh, there are a lot of things that we could have did better. Um, there's a lot of things that we slipped up on. Um, but overall, you know, if, if I was to grade the festival from my standpoint, from a, a planning standpoint and execution, not as a consumer or someone who was there, just for me from critiquing myself, I'll say it's probably was a B in between. I'll, I'll just say a solid B, not B minus, not a B plus. I'll, I'll give it a B. And the, you know, here's, here's some things I'm going to point these out to you the flow could have been a little bit better, right? Um, the venue loved the music room um, and, and it worked for what it was, uh, but just our flow of traffic could have been better. There was a lot of confusion um, at one point of like people walking in and not knowing that something was actually going on upstairs and some people not knowing that stuff was going on downstairs. So, you know, and that's as simple as signs. We didn't have signs. So signage would have been perfect. Uh, for just giving people direction on where to go. People that were new to, to the music room and never been in there, they didn't know what to do. So um, that's one thing. The other thing was we we went out, we had sound issues upstairs for about 30 to 40 minutes. The sound went out. There was nothing that we could do about it. We were working on it to get fixed. But um, there was just dead space, right? And, and so it's almost where, just learning what to do in that dead space because there was, and, and surprisingly, uh, I thought people were going to get kind of restless and like, oh, okay, what's going on? This is not, but people were actually, you know, 
sitting there like, no, we we want to see what's going on. We're like, we, we're cool with it. We're not going anywhere. And I was super surprised to see that. But just for me to know that there was dead space in the festival that I wanted to keep moving just wasn't cool for me. So I, I wanted to increase that. Um, outside of that, just making sure that we're on point all night long. And there was just some times where we just wasn't on point all night long. Um, but overall, like I said, the festival was great. I think if you ask anybody about the festival, I think they're they're going to say they had a great time. Uh, the indie artists that performed at the festival have expressed a lot of gratitude, and I'm seeing so much action on social media, which is so cool to see. People actually had a good time, and that's that was our goal. Like I said, our, our whole theme is discovery, and so we didn't want to go out and get huge headliners and, you know, uh, try to sell tickets that way what we wanted to do was create an environment for for artists that you know they want that shot they want to be on that platform they want to get an opportunity to be in the forefront and i think we really accomplished that and so that's <coughs> excuse me that's where we're at and hopefully we continue to do that and we don't want to lose that uh now we're not saying that there won't be headliners next year that's our goal we we want to get headliners on the festival but we want headliners that make sense we don't want to go out and get jay-z when we have people that are inspiring to be jay-z now i'm not trying to shoot myself in the foot because we may grow 10 years from now to a point where jay-z wants to perform at our festival and that would be super crazy um to even think that but hey you don't count out anything five years ago when we started this thing straight out to den.com turned five on november 27th who would have thought that we would have done a festival? I, barely myself, honestly, but but we accomplished it. And that's all thanks to not only you guys, uh, the listeners of this podcast, but some of you that listen to this podcast have been supporters of the den since we first started. So uh, shout out to you and, and thank you. Sincerely, thank you. It, it doesn't go without saying thank you enough because this is not something that happens you know, by ourselves, we understand that the people are the real reason why we're able to do the things that we're doing. So super, 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 super um, thank you. Thanks to all of you that's listening right now. Um, I do want to tell you guys about Lander. Uh, we can't forget about Lander. Lander is our sponsor and Lander has been holding us down for a couple of years on this podcast and they're still holding us down. So shout out to Lander. Look, based in Montreal, Canada, Lander is the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service by Mitch Genius. So look, just for being a listen to today's podcast, you can go to Lander.com slash promo slash sodd i'll spell it out for you that's l-a-n-d-r.com slash promo slash sodd for straight out the den and you're going to get a free trial that's two free uncompressed waves of your of your master uh all music needs to be mastered let me say that again all music needs to be mastered don't put your music on a on a platform a digital platform don't put your music on a cd don't put your music on a mixtape unless you're jacking for beats and you don't care about all that um on a project without having your music mastered. I'm telling you, it's imperative, extremely important to have your music mastered so it can sound the same no matter where it's heard and where it's played from. Trust me, it makes the difference when you're listening to someone's music that's been mastered and then immediately go to someone's music who is not mastered. I guarantee hearing the changes between the two, you're going to instantly not want to like the second one that's not mastered. Trust me, it happens all the time. 
we go through submissions all the time and we hear it it's just like okay this is this sounds great uh this right here i don't know what this is so you know master your music and you guys are already listening and the best way to show your support to this podcast is just by doing that just check them out i mean it's simple it's free who doesn't like free i like free yeah you, you should like free too so go ahead go there check it out and um most importantly you know hit lander up on twitter and let them know that straight out the den sent you we have a lot of hot topics um going on you know in in the news and i don't know how i feel i, I really don't i don't know how i feel i don't know if it's something that i really want to get into just know that um <clears throat> people be careful what you do who you do it with who you do it around um keep keep your focus and keep going just keep keep your head straight and narrow on the path of what you need to do and that's all I'm gonna say but I'm not gonna go deep into that I, I don't even really want to get into the gossip uh stuff or not even just gossip just what's going on uh I don't w- want to get onto it in, in this platform right now on this platform excuse me um I do want to talk about some things that 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 I posted in um on Facebook Facebook as of late has been my I guess my escape where I'm I'm trying to you know I throw a couple of things out there here and there and I just kind of see you know see how people feel about the things that I say right and um so one of the things that I did I, I wrote um I wrote something that said work until your truths start to sound like lies right and that that came to me uh yesterday and I thought about it as I was typing this and before I put it on Facebook and I really thought about what that message meant to me personally right work until your truths start to sound like lies and for those that don't understand it, I'll break it down I'm, I'm not one of those people to tell you try to figure it out I'll break it down so you know here on this podcast the main thing that we talk about is is hard work um, I don't care how talented you are um, the talent doesn't matter you can be a genius a genius level performer a genius level musician um, whatever you do you can be a genius at it, but if you don't put that genius into play or AKA work, no one will know, right? You can sit at home and play your, your piano all day long. I mean, you're playing Mozart, Beethoven, what, what are you playing at all? Right. And if you never go outside of your home and, and, and do anything about it no no one will know right and, and and there's it's okay if you if that's not your desire that's not your goal but if your goal is to be the best piano player pianist in the world and you want the world to see it how else is you going to do that without practicing number one without going out performing 
number two without seeing the other competition and 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 you know measuring yourself because i'm not saying you don't need those people to to make you great or whatever but you need to know what the standard is if beethoven is the standard you need to find out who else is in that that field that's that your peers think that they're they're at beethoven's level find out who they are and go and outplay them if that's what you want to do if we want to talk about music it's the same thing you got to go out and work and bust your butt and and go again right and go again and keep going and keep going there's no excuse that you can give for why you can't be successful. None, none at all. Like there's absolutely no excuse. You can say, uh, I'm blind, right? Yeah, you might be blind, but there's blind people in the world right now doing things that I wouldn't even think was possible. They're doing it. You know, you can, I don't have legs up. it's possible you can do it right so uh, i'm saying all this to say like don't use your your quote-unquote talent don't waste your talents because you're not working right don't waste them because you you think it's so easy and and it's not you you got to keep you got to keep grinding you got to keep going and even at that moment when you absolutely think that oh it's on i'm good (laughs) i'm there i'm there like nope got to work harder got to keep working harder keep you know thinking of different ways to be successful and and ultimately your truths are going to sound like lies so let me give you an example of a truth of mine that sounds like a lie i and 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 let me let me preface this by saying i am not by no means trying to sound like i'm bigger than anybody I say all of this stuff humbly, you know, it's really to help. It's really to help you, right? So I am a producer, number one. I'm a DJ, an engineer. Obviously, I'm a podcaster. You guys are listening to me um, on the podcast right now. I create content. I run straightoutthedin.com daily. Um I'm one half of Paid in America. That's a hip hop group for those that don't know. It's it's a lifestyle, Paid in America. Um, content creator. Uh, I do marketing campaigns, graphics, uh, graphic artists, um, vinyl collector, <laughs> uh, husband. Now I'm a father. And I just did a, a festival. That was, you know, it's a pretty, pretty successful festival for the first year. And I got about two other jobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, oh, and I have an online show that I do once a week. Uh, Good Hennessy Show. Shout out to Good Hennessy Show. And all of these things are things that are constantly happening all the time. But, it, and I still have time to enjoy life, right? 
it doesn't sound like there's no way that you, you, you can do all that. <laughs> Chill, bro. Like, come on. Like, no. Nah, nah, nah. You good. When Jay-Z said that, um, no, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just going to buy this, this title. I'm going to buy this, this, um, this company and we're going to change streaming. We're going to let, we're going to let you own your stuff. We're going to, you know, let you buy into the company, own it yourself. You have all that data. It sounded, it may have sounded dumb to a lot of people. It may have sounded like that's not going to happen. Did it. At one point in time, T.I. said, I'm the king of the South. He said that when nobody knew who T.I. was. You understand what I'm saying? Like, his, his truth sounded like a lie. Like, there's no way that you can do this. There, no, you, you can't. How? How can you do it? it? It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. I'm sure at one point in time, Bill Gates had a genius idea that nobody would believe that, you know, no, that's not going to. Mark Zuckerberg, hey, man, like, I have an idea. Actually, I already started on this executing right now. I, this is it. Like, this is going to take over the world. No, man, what are you talking about? Dude, what what are you talking about, dude? We're in the dorm room right now. What You're lying to yourself. It'll never happen, right? I say all that to say is, there's no idea that you have that's that stupid. It's, it's just not. It's only stupid to other people because they can't fathom that you can make it happen. Right? It's just, it is. It is what it is. I mean, just really take a look at your life right now. No matter how old you are, you could be 25. Uh, you can be 18. Uh, you can be 35. You can be 50. Right. Take a look at your life right now. There's some things that you were able to do in your life that a lot of people thought that was impossible to do. You want to know what my life looked like? I was. A 12, 13 year old kid living in Macon, Georgia, who wanted to be Chipper Jones. I wanted to play third base for the Braves. That, that was my goal. I wanted to grow up and in in my perfect world, I would get on the Braves I would be the backup for Chipper Jones, and once he retired, I'll take his position. That was a goal. That was it, right? And somewhere along the lines, uh, I stopped working hard enough to do that, right? That's all it is. That's really all it is. There was nothing. I, I didn't have a physical element that would say I couldn't play baseball at a high level. Um, yeah, I'm not like the tallest guy, but I, I mean, I have a decent enough height. I could have been, it's not like I'm trying to be a center saying I'm a center and I'm 5'10", you know what I mean? But I could have, I could have did it if I, if I would have worked hard, right? But I didn't, I didn't, I stopped working to do that. But somewhere along the lines, a conversation with my pops turned into a reality. I was brought up around music. My dad been producing forever that engineering with you know local acts and i always had the equipment just I'm, I'm good yeah it's here i see it i see the records i see all the equipment i'm good right but 
my dad and my dad didn't try to push me into music. It was kind of just like one of those things that kind of just, you know, fell in my lap. Always had the equipment there. It was there. And, you know, just kind of slowly got into it. I'm sure my mom and dad saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. They put me in drum lessons when I was in uh, fifth and sixth grade. I absolutely hated carrying a snare drum and um, uh, those percussion uh, uh, percussion instruments. I, I had to have the xylophone and cymbals. I used to hate carrying all that stuff to school, man. Imagine like you're in fifth and sixth grade. Mind you, I started at a new school in fifth grade. Uh, so shout out to Winship Elementary School. But I started there in fifth grade. So imagine you're brand new to a school and you're carrying around this huge snare drum. It wasn't cool at all. Trust me, it wasn't a cool thing. Um, but they saw uh, taking piano lessons. They saw something in me when I used to hate all of that stuff. And then I look at it now. They made sure that I went to certain schools. So I went to a, a high school that was a fine arts high school, right? So at that same high school, fine arts, I started producing music. I was selling CDs. Um, but the concentration concentration in that fine art school was mass media, right? So it was there where I learned how to edit video. Um, shout out to Mr. Nelson. He, he passed along, but a huge mentor of mine. I learned how to edit video. I learned how to shoot film. Um, I learned how to talk properly on a microphone. I learned how to set up a show. I learned all these things without even realizing that I was learning it. You know, it was just happening. Um, I met uh, one of my other mentors by the name of uh, Coach White. He was a marketing teacher. And that led me to go to Georgia State University, major in marketing, just his class alone. I was just looking at the things that were going on. I liked that. I, I figured like, hey, you know, I already know that I want to do music, but I can go here, learn about marketing, learn how to market myself, learn how to market my music. That was the whole goal, right? And then not only that, it was like Georgia State University had one of the top um, business um, schools in the nation. So I was kind of like killing two birds with one stone. And I'm in Atlanta where I wanted to be anyway, right? So I moved to Atlanta to go to college. Me and my, room, my roommate, uh, Corey. Y'all, some of y'all know Corey. Um, we went to high school together. We we're roommates in college. So we get to college. And my other two roommates, one, Chris, uh, he was from Kennesaw. And he was the only roommate that had a car at the time. Um, and Lasana. Most of you guys know Lasana. That's Ace Harris, if you, if you want to know. Um, but he was my other roommate. Now, what did Lasana do? Lasana produced music. And I was like, man, that's cool. I got a roommate that actually does something that I like to do. Let's, you know, let's figure this out. So I would just get tips. And Ace was like ahead of the game already. He had already figured out his style for the most part. He he had a name for his company. He was already moving, you know, had business cards. He, he was, you know, he was already moving along, doing all these these crazy things and working with local acts and stuff like that. So I just had the opportunity to watch. And another one of my friends, Marlon, they they formed a, a company together, a production company. So I just had the opportunity to watch what they were doing. They had some early successes with uh, some major acts. And I and just like, hey, man, come to the studio. Just, yeah, yeah, like, just come. Come to the studio. Uh, just be around. And, you know, I just had a chance to, like, be around and see things and 
figure out like, oh, I don't like this or I like this. It was just all of these things that that kind of happened. Right. And it really all was based on a decision that when I really look back on it. It really was my parents. And I don't know if I'm talking like this now because I have a kid and I have to think about these things now. But I think about the decisions that they made to put me in a position to be successful later on, even when I didn't realize it. And it happened in, you know, Miss Mathis <laughs> piano class. I think I was in like maybe, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade. And, you know, Mr. Harrison um, music class, me teach me how to, you know, do the, use the snare drum and, and percussion instruments. All of these things happened, putting me in the right schools for to set me up for success. These things happened even when I didn't realize it. I couldn't fathom where this would go. And now I look at where I'm at now. I'm 33 years old. I have a family. I'm doing what I love to do. And I still have more work to do. Right? I'm not coasting at all. Because I realized at a very early age that coasting only leads to slowing, to stopping. Right? That's it. I mean, people coast. Think about the idea of coasting in a car. If you're in a car, if you're coasting, that means your foot is off the gas. You're easing up. Your foot is off the gas. If you want to keep it all the way funky, you probably have the car in neutral because if you have it in drive and, you know, you're, most people coast because they're out. I'm, I'm this is for somebody that had a lot of car trouble. This is coming from me. I had a lot of car trouble. Most of the time you're coasting because your car has cut off. So when your car is cut off, you want to put it in neutral because then there's nothing to slow it down. It's just, oh, we're, we're coasting. We're, we're trying to get up this hill so we can go down this hill so we can land somewhere uh, and, and get a little momentum so we can either A, get to the gas station, put some gas in the car, or B, get into a, a safer location, right? So you're coasting. But the end result of coasting is a complete stop. No one coasts so they can speed up. Your whole goal with coasting is to get to a destination so you can come to a complete stop. So I don't want to coast. I'm not I'm not down with coasting. What I'm down with is putting my foot on the gas full steam ahead and figuring it out as I go. Right. Sometimes we wait forever. To do something. And it never gets done. I'm a victim of it. I have ideas right now that I've yet to execute because I'm waiting on them. Right. And some of that has to do with team. Some of that has to do with me. But what I did learn about myself was that, you know what? I'm brilliant enough to have all these ideas. But I'm also smart enough to know what, you know, right now it's not the time to execute these. Focus on this one. Have the ideas, write them down. That's cool. Take on what you can take on. And I, I usually can take on a lot. But some stuff had to fall back. It's... There's not a formula. Is it, it ultimately is what what what's being said. Right? There's not a formula. People ask me like, how are you? How do you become successful? And um, like they see what what Coop and I were able to do with Paid in America this year, right? We went on three independent tours. We sold a gang of merch. We sold a gang of CDs, and we're our music is streaming right now. We're in a couple of playlists, all that good stuff. 
people ask me, how are you able to do that? I could tell you what we did. That's not going to guarantee that it's going to work for you. I can tell you that we finished this music. We saw that, you know, Trump was about to come president. It was like, uh, you know what? Even though we're not really talking about Trump, if you if you really want to know the red light video that we did, <clears throat> that was an idea that we had when we saw that Trump was thinking about running for president. It was like, oh, this is cool. We got to go with this now. This is an idea that we have for a video. Let's run it. Let's do it. After that, we wor worked on other music. The, the The tone of the album was going to be something else. And then we, we cut a record and it completely shifted the whole tone of the album. That's Devil Wears Green featuring A.E. and, and True Face. But when, once we did that record, it was like, okay, no, we have something else to accomplish with this with this project. And so we, we kept working. We kept chunking away with it. And <coughs> excuse me. We didn't have a name for the album until I don't know, maybe like November of 2016. And once we had a name, we didn't really have a full name for it until it hit. We changed it. It used to be just paid in America, everything spelled correctly. And it was like, you know what? No. Because the marketer in me came into play. I searched hashtags. Some people have used paid in America with the regular C. So that's not going to distinguish. That's not going to set us apart. If people search that hashtag, they're going to find other things. They're not going to find us. So now we either got to change the name or we got to come up with something else. Boom. KKK. Let's add it in there. Search that hashtag. Nobody has it. It's nowhere. Nowhere. I was like, oh, that's it. Let's run with it. From there, we pieced everything together. It's like, okay, we want the artwork to say this. We know that everybody is talking about Trump. There's no way around it. Nowhere around it. This guy, was, he was about to become the president of the United States. This was November, right? The election was happening. We saw everything. It was like, oh, okay, boom. So after November hit, we saw that Trump was the president. Okay, boom, this is what we need to do. Let's go for it. Let's hire a graphic designer. Let's make it happen. Let's do this. Let's execute. Okay, we have the cover art. We have the music. Everything's done. Now what, what are we going to do? Well, we know that the inauguration is in January. Okay, so boom, we're going to take... We're going to we have we have our lunch date. That's our lunch date. We knew it right then and there. As soon as Trump is accepted as the president, that's our lunch date. We have this album cover with Trump with devil horns. People are going to see it. Some people were thinking that way and other people are going to think like, why are you putting this on? It, it, it carries both sides of the spectrum. It's going to touch both sides. That's what we're looking at. OK, that's great. We're going to lunch as soon as he becomes president. So as soon as he did his, he was sworn in, we dropped our first video. And our first video was just a teaser of Trump announcing that he was running for president. And a clip of people just saying like, oh, you'll never, this, this guy, this guy, you know, it, it's that thinking that we were talking about. Work into your truth started to sound like lies. Right. Nobody believed in Trump. Nobody thought he would be able to become president. Like, no, it's not going to happen. How? Why? Why would that happen? Why? Who would allow that? Right. All of these things that we all said. Everybody don't you, you don't have to fake the phone. Everybody thought at one point in time 
Trump is not going to be president. Like, come on. Right? It happened. So we did that initially to, to show people like, oh, that's it. Okay, boom. So now you're either going to be pissed off because like, man, this guy's really president. Or you're going to be happy because you, you, you might relate to him. You might have a similar story, you know, come from, you know, doing something that no one thinks that you can do and you, you're able to do it. And from there, everything just kind of trickled down there and we had ideas in place how we wanted things to look. Wanted thing, we wanted to show if the album is called Paid in America, we wanted to show people what it looked like and felt like to be paid in America. When the reality is, if you look at America, America is a bunch of people in the middle. Right. There are a small percentage of people that are extremely wealthy in this country. And, you know, there's a large percentage of people who are just kind of might be a paycheck or two away from being, you know, poverty, just broke, not having you have you have that percentage of people that don't have anything. But for the most part. We're 80 percent in the middle. Everybody's just kind of. And that doesn't mean that you, you know, you you could be you can be in the middle and making six figure income, believe it or not. You know, we have this mindset that where we were making six figures and we're spending like we're making a million. Right. So think about even if you're making six figures a year, you know, two two paychecks away and you, you you know, you, you created this wealthy lifestyle and you're not you're not wealthy yet. You're just, you know, you're not even rich, <laughs> you know, and you create this lifestyle and you, you get fired from your corporate job that's paying you six figures a year. Well, how are you going to pay for this million dollar home that you just purchased? That you you're. You're renting that mortgage to own it. I don't care how you want to look at it, because as soon as you stop paying for a couple of months, it's, they're going to take it right so all of these things are happening. So we're all in the middle for the most part. There's only a small percentage up and down that's not really in the middle, right? So and we wanted to showcase that in the artwork. So we we, we had relationships, had a relationship with the homie uh, Black Tex. I, I was looking at what he was doing with his photos. He, he he's just, he's, he's not only, I mean, he's a dope MC, but the guy started something with photos and I just started to see it and I'm just like, man, like, like text man, you 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 got some stuff. Like, can we use this for our album? And it just came together. And so I designed the album artwork, the the liner notes, and I just come from from a part where, growing up as a kid, I remember going to the store, buying a CD, ripping over the packaging, and looking at the credits. That was always important to me. I wanted to know who produced what, who wrote on it. I used to know all of that stuff. Like I, I knew who were the writers, even if I didn't know what they looked like. I knew the names of the writers. I knew the names of the producers. I knew the names of the studio. I used to be so intrigued by being a kid living in Macon and seeing like, oh man, I'm only an hour away from Atlanta. What is DARP Studios? Like what is um, Tree Sound? I used to see these names and just like being like, what is Patchwork? And I was just like, man, I want to, I want to know. I want to go where all these places at, like just trying to see when Outkast, like where Stankonia at, like where are they recording the Outkast album? I want to be there. And now, you know, just to 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 live that life where I've been in Stankonia countless numbers of times now. And it's like, believe it or not, that's a dream fulfilled for me. I remember opening up Equimini and and opening up 
you know, stank on your album, opening up all these albums and seeing like, man, like who is John Fry? I want to meet John Fry. He's mixing all of these outcast albums. I want to meet this guy. Who is this guy? All of that stuff, seeing that as a kid and now growing up and, and being able to to do some of those same things and, and intern for Big Boy, you know, at Purple Ribbon and, and intern for DTP and those things kind of manifested and, and, and actually happened. And I just remember reading the credits, trying to figure out who were the people behind the scenes. Right. And so I say all that to say, you just got to just keep going, keep going, figure it out as you go, <clears throat> but have plans, but don't get caught up in your plans. Just, just drive out and do it. Just drive out and do it. So look, that's it for this week. And if y'all want to keep, you know, keep it all the way fun with you guys, I was really going to give you an episode of uh, something else, a recorded episode. But you know what? This turned out pretty good. This is I, I don't even know what I'm going to call this. Um, but thank you for listening. That's all I can say. Look, if you're new to this podcast, number one, thank you. Thank you. Right. Um, number two, you guys that that our listeners and recurring listeners heard me say this countless numbers of times, but I really mean it. Um, just subscribe, rate, and review. It doesn't take long, but it does wonders for us. Um, if you listen, wherever you listen to, to, you can do all of those things the same. But if you listen on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review uh, the podcast because that that really helps us. It really does. It helps with the rankings and the higher we up in the rankings, the more people can listen, the more people can listen, the better that this message can get, the more this message can get out, the more people can learn um, and, and appreciate what we're doing. Uh, I just really appreciate you guys like for, for being here with us because we, we all grew together regardless of what someone may think. We, we really grew together um, as a team all around the board. So, Thank you, guys. Honestly, really, thank you. Um, let's see here. I told you about the number that I have. You can call and leave a message. Text us if you have questions, all of that. We really want to get this rolling. We, we've we been trying to get this off the ground. Uh, it's been okay. We need it to be better. It's just flat out. Keep it, keep it a buck. We need it to be better than what it is right now. So, look, here's my number. 404-900-2876. Once again, that's 404-900-2876. You can call me, leave a message, text me, we'll text back. Whatever you want to know about this week, I really want to be more so involved with you, right? I want to come directly, these topics to come directly from you, and, and I'm responding directly to you. So, look, that's the best way to do it. So, 404-900-2876. Text me, call me, leave a message. Let's get this thing, you know, more interaction. That's the key. More interaction is where we need to go with this podcast. I don't want to just talk with you guys. I want to actually talk to you guys about stuff that you care about, right? And hopefully what I just talked about, you actually do care about. Uh, But moving forward, we want to make sure that what we are talking about is what you care about. So that's it. You know, thank you again. Thank you for everybody that showed support and came through uh, Den Music Fest. Um, we really appreciate that. Like I said, we are taking, we took a, took a week off, but we're, we're going in planning mode, man. We're, we're getting ready for next year, next year, bigger and better. Um, but as always, 
as always, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes reality. I'm Last Name Good of the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. We out.